Hey everyone and welcome to the Nasty Pots podcast. Before we start, if you would like to find out more about how you can build and grow your business, head to the episode notes where you can find a direct link that connects you straight to my WhatsApp. Send me a message and ask me anything related to strategy, sales, mindset and growing your business. I would love to hear from you. And if you know anyone who needs to hear this episode, be sure to pass it forward. So let's dive in. Emma, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a pleasure to have you on. I know it's going to be a great conversation. And I, I always say this with um, people that come on because they always are great conversations. And I'm excited to hear all about you sharing your your exercise and weight of fitness and all about the coaching work you're doing as well. So let's leave that for a second. Introduce yourself. Let us know whoever is and yeah. and how you, how you got into the weight of fitness. Okay, so I'm Emma. Um, I'm 56, I have to think about that, doesn't come out naturally. Uh, so my background is nursing. I went to the start of my nurse training when I was 18, down in Exeter in Devon. Um, and then I worked in general practice as a nurse for 20 odd years. Um, and then I had a complete career change when I was 40, 46, okay? I decided I'd lost five stone in weight, off my own back very slowly, but I had learned to love to move. I had spent so long on the sidelines holding coats when my kids were small, that that was the motivation for me to just get fitter. Um, and as a result of that, I learned to love exercise. And then I set up Weight Fitness back in 2013. Incredible. You you say that really open in terms of lost five weight, five stone very naturally and things like what was when you think back the the moment or the realization or the inspiration? What was that kind of point of? Um, I, I know that it might be a slower process, but I want to lose some weight. Yeah, it was actually my thirty ninth birthday, and I remember on that day thinking to myself, "Wow, I've got one year, and then I'll be fat and forty. And I was desperate not to be that. So on my twenty ninth, my thirty ninth birthday, I just made the decision that that was what I was going to do. I was beginning to get fitter, start moving and review what I was eating and that I would be making steps in the direction of getting a whole lot fitter. Yeah. And look, you and I know we both love fitness as uh, I'm into my weights, et cetera, and, and done my own transformation as well previously. What have you noticed has been the impact that's had when it comes to which will come on to Shine Brighter Coaching, running your own business. How can you draw some links there and analogies? Yeah, I mean, I think I totally understand where people are coming from when they're feeling that they're starting at the beginning of their fitness journey. We've all got to start somewhere. Um, and I think I I can really empathise with how people feel. And I think I am able to kind of blend my knowledge of, you know, of the human body from a nursing point of view and also from a fitness point of view now. And obviously we, we know it's about eating well, moving well, but so much about what's going on in our head as well, uh, because many of us don't just eat out of hunger. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very emotional, isn't it, often for peace? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's why coaching is so helpful, because obviously Weight of Fitness is about getting people moving and connecting them with other people, you know, within my kind of uh, Facebook community, but actually getting people to recognize the patterns of words that they're telling themselves, I can't do this, I've, I've failed at that again, I'll never amount to anything. 
you can get into a real pattern of negative thinking and that can really impact on your food choices and that can affect your size and it can be it can be a tricky cycle but it, with coaching we can reverse that cycle we can change the beliefs and the values and get some really positive results yeah, what I love with that is that because obviously you're on my program and mentor at the moment and, and often when I think about like every time I'm talking to my clients, I'm thinking about like what is even again, how am I connecting more with them? What's the rapport and building? And and I love how you mentioned there around the nursing part for you. And and that for me is again reminding me of how important something I go on and on about, but the business values are in business of that you quite you attract who you are and what you are. And I, I'm I'm always looking for in business a particular mindset and and values in somebody and and the fact that you show empathy the care the values there and what you say about blending that knowledge from being a nurse is absolutely key to exactly what you're doing where you say about weight of fitness because I know that there's so many people that want to improve their lifestyle their health uh, the relationship with food and, and even their mental fitness and and starting is a big big thing and and what we're almost sharing here is and the way I'm kind of seeing it in my mind is that the the fitness part into the coaching is a is a great way to see it that like it's a step by step again like we've said before here and it's the part of starting with yourself the relationship you have with yourself and what I know from my experience in the gym is that often like we get very fearful of judgment about you know even about like people looking at us in the gym somebody said it to me the other day it was a guy actually saying that I just get worried about people looking at me and a bit got a bit of a, a beer belly and then thinking oh why is he here and I'm like everybody that's in the gym I was like they're here and yes. I would help anybody who's yeah. got the motivation the aspiration to change themselves in their life in any shape or form I think it's yeah. phenomenal I have more of a concern when it's people that just say things and don't actually take any action to change that yeah. And and this is key, like you're saying, if you're somebody that's sitting there thinking, I would love to be a part of a community, I feel very isolated, or I feel quite lonely, I, I'd love to be fitter and more mobile, and like even like that thought of, you know, I noticed it down when you said fat and faulty, like these are the parts that are often the, the pain points of what we really feel. This is what we we think yeah. in our head. And this is what I'm always working with, like clients like yourself with this momentum is not using it emotionally with marketing, but hitting the pain points people where we're not doing the surface level stuff of, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to feel great? Like the real pain points are that people don't want to, you know, like you just said, they don't want to feel um, fat and 40. They don't want to be fat, unhealthy and can't run around their kids and at the park, yeah. you know, yeah. the real depths of things, or they want to be um, older. And and I know like, actually we'll bring it in. You've done like a calendar girls thing, haven't you? Yes. Like, love it I mean so inspired by it I think it's phenomenal but to think like that like later in the years the where we feel that we might want to cover up the older we get that it's like we 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 should shy away from things and think you know not have um or leave it to the youngsters and all of that and it's like no like it's really important that we have people lead the way and that continue to be um inspirational for people coming through no matter what part of the journey you're on so I love everything you've shared there and again what you see with the fitness and the coaching is, and I know this in my own experience of coaching, that everything does, like you say, blend really well because yeah. it's it's absolutely key. And we need very much that mindset of resilience, consistency, persistence, tenacity, drive, determination, which we need for fitness and for ourselves. And we need that business as well. So it only helps us. If, and if you're looking for a place to start, 
start with yourself and start with the fitness and like you said go step by step and build get the confidence and then start working at the harder stuff which might be the coaching where it's actually asking you challenging questions and rightly so on where you're at and what you want and what that change looks like and and sometimes this is easy It, it takes time I know that um, certainly my view of my body has changed over the last, you know, 20 odd years. Mm. Um, I know that as I work with people who are older, their focus tends to be on avoiding ill health. Okay, so they they want to get fitter because they want knees that work and they want to be comfortable and move more easily. So it kind of depends which stage in life people are at. But I totally encourage people to be so accepting of their bodies because it's the only one we've got um, and it's a great place to love it and to just kind of um, to accept what you have and then move on in a in a direction that's going to suit that person. This isn't prescriptive. This isn't telling me people what to do, but it's just about me giving them a space for them to move forward. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said, there, the way forward is exactly what coaching is um, and closing the gap on that. Tell me more about your community with Way to Fitness and, and how that's evolved and built. Yeah, so over, it really came about because of COVID. So back in 2020, um, I set up our Shine VIP group that all my Way to Fitness members uh, could join join that group. So instead of seeing each other in class, they could um, have a community Facebook group. I have other people who have now joined that because they do online classes with me. So they still chat often on a daily basis to each other, um, but they're, they're not living in the same town. And it's great because, you know, we've got people on that group, like we have in Way to Fitness, aged from a sort of 30 to 95. And age doesn't matter. It's right. about friendships. It's about um, camaraderie, sharing ideas, and kind of empathy as well, and kind of sharing day-to-day issues as well. Yeah, actually, it resonates. One of my uh, very close friends who I met only back in January, I kept going to events and she kept seeing my name pop up. And she's a um, she does a lot around manifestation. And she, she says that she manifested me into her life. She calls me, she's like, I'm, I manifested you pots. And we joke, but we just get on so well. And our relationship is very pure, very real. And it's been amazing to just meet someone and connect and just feel that I can trust her and be so open and honest. Yeah, that's nice. And have no judgment. Like you say, like that's not an age. Like she's she's 50, I'm 30, 36. And um, we've just got a great connection and, and trust there. And and when those relationships come, like absolutely just really nurture them, like really keep them close. And and often I find, sadly, in some ways, that sometimes connections and communities can be can get smaller as we as we get older yeah. and it's important that sometimes people I assume sometimes because I've created a great world around me of positive people great mindset you know I've been intentional with that but I always share with clients like lots of people don't have that and don't underestimate that's why I set up a um a free group on whatsapp like you were saying like setting up communities in covid like that's got tenacity all over it do something like that in covid is incredible and and that shares so much about your drive and ambition as well, which I is something I love. But it's um, the part there of just creating something. If you can't find something that you want, and I found that, like I share quite vulnerably with people, that leaving 20 years of corporate and working on my own now, it's 
it's bloody lonely at times. It's, it's not that's the tough side of my business is being on my own. And although I can be back to back doing things and busy, when you don't have people just to sometimes have a bit of dance with or a laugh or like that, yeah. just have a bit of fun. Yeah. It's all blimmin' serious the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And then I forget to just like be me and have fun. And it's like, it's cool. Like that's why you're doing it. So um, if you can't find those communities in those worlds, like go and create your own and yes. see even if I always say people like even if it's two people even if it's then three four five and it builds because people see that like it's like the quote I love by Walt Disney that um whatever like whatever you do do it well because do it so well that people want to come back and see it again and then they want to bring people back and come and see it again type of thing yeah. and I just love that idea that you can be that lead and that inspiration for people um in, in just helping people feel connected and what we talk about like the basic five needs that we have in life and part of that is our belonging and security and and fitness does that coaching does that it creates these um boundaries environments and spaces for people and that's why I feel that when I connect with people and like having yourself on here when you're in the places and we can talk business I can talk business all day like this but it's genuine coming from passion and wanting to serve people and help people and and this is the part that I'm always again working with clients on that we're not selling programs and stuff like we're selling transformations we're selling experiences we're selling how we can make someone feel and that transformation can be in someone's life and I'm always saying especially coaches that you've got the ability to change someone's life like that's like life-changing stuff here and it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be something that is tangible or it can see. It can be an internal feeling is profound. Yeah. How have you um, how have you found that and some of what we've just shared there in terms of your coaching and your journey going from weight to fitness into coaching? Yeah. So I enjoyed some coaching with a, an amazing coach called Wendy Fell. And I had a number of sessions with her and it was honestly totally life-changing. There were times that I just thought to myself, I need to think so differently about a certain circumstance. Mm. Uh, I kind of, uh, it, it came to, obviously, Wendy was saying to me, well, you can never, ever change anybody else. All you can ever change is how you respond to a certain circumstance or a person. And when I realised that, it sounds very simple, but it is so massive. Um, you know, people can stop winding you up because you're not letting them wind you up anymore. And um, and there are lots of other examples. So um, the coaching I received, I thought was absolutely amazing. And I thought, gosh, if, if I can be half as good as Wendy fell, I want to go and do my coach training. So I did that with the coaching academy for 18 months and obviously qualified this year. And Shine Brighter Coaching was born. And I've got a Shine Brighter Together community on Facebook now as well and I'm in that group each day and we're going to be touching on issues relating to coaching mindset um, and that's already got 80 people in this so fantastic I'm really really delighted about that and so I kind of feel that Shine Brighter Coaching is a perfect stable mate for Weight of Fitness because Weight of Fitness is about activity and movement and obviously making friends Whereas the coaching side is very much about challenging in the nicest possible way, challenging the way people are thinking, because people tell me all the time that their lack of confidence is holding them back. You know, they really want to be able to say no more often. They want to go traveling in a car, but they don't like lanes. They don't like the motorway. They have all these limitations that they put on themselves. 
And actually, when I asked the question on the shine together, um, the shine, what would we call it? When I put it, the question on there, what would you love to do if you had the confidence? Their list was so long. You know, there were so many things that people want to do, but they're held back because of their individual confidence. And um, it was really, really an eye-opener. So we'll be sort of working on confidence in that group. Um, because again, when you increase your confidence, your self-confidence, the world is your oyster. Yeah, I love, I love talking about confidence as well. And it's and it's key. It's something I think I've recognised in myself sometimes that uh, almost comes across quite like I'm naturally quite confident. And and it's interesting. I've been really I had to break that down quite a lot because I saw a, an Instagram live a while ago. It really irritated me because this woman was on there talking about confidence. And she was like, I just get over it. And I was like and I put on the comments, I was like, that's not good advice because it just it sparked me in terms of you can't just get over it. And I've, I've spoken a bit in momentum around this equation I have with confidence of that. You've got to have uh, confidence is an end result. right? It's not the prerequisite. So the prerequisite for me to confidence is having the courage to do something and not knowing the outcome and just giving it a go and seeing what happens and being open to the fact that it, we could fail. We then got the experience, we've got the knowledge we're bringing together and we all have experience. And something you shared about earlier as well is like, um, if you feel like you're starting at the beginning and the fact of you started saying COVID, now you've started shining bright coaching, it's like, like you're not a newbie the, yes. the amount of people I speak to in their 30s and they're like oh my god I don't know anything about running a business and it's like yes you do like there yes. were some things the same as I had 20 years in corporate I knew there was um loads I didn't know that I needed to know about running a business because you don't know what you don't know but I also knew that I had 20 years of managing yeah. people in quite tough environments um having a place at the table being authority being in male-dominated environments um you know having multiple failures at different things etc so I was like I've got loads of transferable skills and I think we sometimes, again, we limit ourselves and hold ourselves back and we allow ourselves to let those limitations take take the lead yeah. and stop us. Yeah. And confidence is so important. And the interesting part there that you shared, and this is bang on with, again, fitness, business, everything. When you said about, and I've noticed it down, what would you love to do if you had confidence? Recently, I know somebody who rolled out a program on confidence and like presenting skills, and lots of people didn't want to buy the program because they didn't have the confidence. <laughs> it's like oh. it's a confidence <laughs> program. So it's but once you've got that like golden nugget, then you can again look to unpack. Well, what is that? And I guess I shared. I look at confidence and think it's experience and knowledge of which, whether you like it or not, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have it. You're an expert in something. Yeah. Then it's that belief, and I, I do sometimes think that we, as much as we want to believe in ourselves, there might, if we're honest, truly honest with ourselves, that there's going to be those self doubts, right? We're human, or there's going to be those niggling thoughts or the mind chatter that takes takes the leader points, and what you need to have is people around you who sometimes believe in you. And I noticed that in corporate when I think back of the times when I um, made, made those big leaps on certain positions and worked up through the ranks. And I remember it when I started running my own business and I joined a mastermind and I was like, the two, like rightly so, like, there's a bit of sales part that I bought their program and they're going to love me and look after me. But it was, it felt genuine and and I believe it to be genuine still, but they were invested in the, the fact that 
they believed in me and that they could see they're like what help do you need I know you're going to make it and I know you're going to smash it and and that sometimes sometimes you've just got to run with that and and just go with it and and almost sometimes like I sometimes have belief that it feels a bit delusional (laughs) (laughs) quite look at you and think she's freaking deluded but I love that because that you know this is where as long as you can you know, deal with the failures and it's it's learnings and it's like when people say they're too fearful to start businesses half the time people because of the fear of judgment the fear it might fail and it's like but what if it fails so what like you've given it a go my mm-hmm. argument is the risk is not taking a risk and being unhappy and not feeling that like I gave it a go and yeah. um, when I absolutely am very passionate about something and I know it's going to be hard work and not easy at times but also I know that um, if I love what I do, then the the profit follows the passion. Yeah. And and that's the key for me. If I've got the right people around me, the focus is there, the drive, the ambition. And this is what I see in you. And even when you come onto all the calls, your energy, um, like don't take for granted. You just you've got you're so personable and um and engaging and you just want to learn and I love that about you like never stop learning always be the student where does that come from um I guess I've I guess I've got I've I've always been quite an enthusiastic sort of person and I am quite a driven person and I like to do whatever I do I like to do it well um I think I love people I absolutely love people I know when I had to close all my classes and go online because of covid I found it, obviously, it was lovely having my family around around me, but I so missed the contact. Mm. And I think that's why now, obviously, my community classes are back on in Devon. And I make such an effort to connect people. So we have all sorts of socials. We have dinners. We have lunches out. And it's my real passion to connect people because I know so many people feel very lonely and isolated. Um, And I think as people get older, they lose confidence because they're not in the workplace anymore. So, I mean, often I come across members from maybe, say, 55 onwards. They might have taken early retirement. They might have been caring for a relative. And now that caring role's changed. And actually, they don't come across that many people anymore, you know, Mm. because they're not at the school gate anymore. They're not in they're not in jobs with with buzzy offices, you know, that sort of thing. And I think. I make it a real, a kind of a real life passion on this to, to connect with people and make people feel comfortable because then they can go on and do it to somebody else. Um, and they always laugh because I love baking cakes. And when people see my kind of on, online stuff, I say, do you have cakes at every class ever? I say, no, no, <laughs> only once a month we have Cake Wednesday and we have Pub Monday. And that's when all the men in my Pilates class, they all go down the pub together. You know, they, you cannot stop them talking. They love the chance to be with yeah. you. And so, yeah, I think it's just kind of like one of those things I love to do. And it's contagious. It's yeah. like the smiling side, isn't it? That Again, like you want to be around more people like that. And yeah. that's a lovely thing to, to have. Yeah. Talk a bit about how your ideal clients um been unpacked because it's not always easy, is it, building a business in terms of knowing where to start with things. And even yeah. though... You- you've got way to fitness as well and you know what you love like you say sometimes mm. that can be a bit paralyzing in that I know myself I can be that creative of like oh yeah I can try this oh I do that because I just love ideas it's like I'll do everything but then that doesn't help me <laughs> so yeah. how's so, that been like has it evolved what's been challenging what's yeah, worked well it's certainly evolved and it's, it's I haven't gone around in circles it's been definitely a straight line Good. um I 
as a nurse, I'm very, very aware of the incredible role that carers have. Now, a carer is just a relative or friend in an unpaid capacity that looks after someone, okay? Um, and I really started off my coaching journey wanting to do coaching with um, individuals whose caring role had come to an end. So yeah. the person in look after might have gone into some sort of residential home or the person might have died. And I really, really wanted to coach um, um carers basically but I really came across the issue that a lot most people who care for relatives don't call themselves carers so it didn't resonate with them that actually I was there for them so I've sort of made I've I've chested loads of different people and I've listened a lot and actually what I'm focusing on I kind of like to call myself a what next coach because I kind of like to work with people when they feel at a bit of a crossroads you know, shall I do that or shall I do that? Whatever. Um, you know, it may well be in their career. They might have their caring role might have come to an end and they think, right, well, I've now got another 40 years left. What next? What shall I do next? Um, and I think it's, I just want to be working with people that want something different from what they've currently got. And I do notice that confidence holds a lot of people back or lack of confidence. So I think there's going to be a real blend with working with people who want to change direction in their life, but also want to maybe feel a bit more confident with the steps that they're taking forwards. Yeah, yeah. When they've got that confidence with your ideal client there being, like you said, even if they don't put it to the carer, but maybe somebody that's you know, lost a bit of self-identity or anything. Yeah. And then, like you said, to focus on that next step and then essentially, yeah. you know. And, and these are hard times for people, right? Because they're like, you were just saying that they might have lost somebody. And I think back to my my parents cared for my granddad actually for 18 months. And um, like at the end of it, it was like the routine, like it was just a life we had, right? And we didn't go on the same holidays as family, we didn't do the same things. And, and right, like we had an amazing 18 months at the end of my granddad's life, but it was certainly challenging. And then at the end of it, it was like, oh, like this is different now. And and you do lose that. And I think it's like you've said at the start about the awareness is key there and being honest with ourselves on on how we feel and what we need. Yeah. And um, yeah, I guess what what is it once they've they've got that confidence at that stage, what what can it bring people? Well, I think what's magical about coaching is the fact it's a safe space to think. Mm. It's completely non-judgmental and it allows people to just think a bit more broadly than they might do. And um, I always chat with uh, the people I work with and say, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how challenging would you like me to be today? So like, if it's like, oh no, I don't want to be asked too many, too many challenging questions today or I'm having a bad week or no, no, Emma, you can challenge me a lot. Listen to the words I'm using and sort of pick me up on things and explore things. And that's what is so wonderful about coaching. It's about asking really curious questions and just getting the person to think, hmm, the words they've used. That's an interesting word. Tell me a bit more about it. And it's just so, it's so interesting. And um, it's just a fantastic thing to do. I love coaching. Yeah, and I love that. I remember being, I remember years ago I was in corporate and I was told, um, you're not a very good coach. And I was like, I'm not having that. I was like, no way. And because I wanted to work up through the ranks, I was like, well, I've got to be good at what they're doing. But they were just bringing it into the business, actually. And they sent me on the courses in the business. And I went to a coaching course about what's coaching, came back. And then I saw my bosses 
coaching. And I was like, putting in very commas there. And I was like, that's not coaching. <laughs> they were just telling people what to do. And I was like, that's not cool. So I then was really, again, like you, was curious. And I was like, I've really loved this idea of coaching. And then, you know, like just some, a lot of what's been coming to me recently. I'm not massively woo-woo or spiritual, but I am when it relates to taking action. And I've noticed recently, I always say notice what you notice. And I've noticed that people are definitely, um, I'm connecting the dots on things and they're saying that things like you're like where you are right now is where you're supposed to be and I'm like I've been like why do people keep saying that at the minute because like times always in business you can have like your highs and your lows and it can feel like a roller coaster and there's times when I'm like I'm loving it and then sometimes I'm like this is really tough <laughs> that's just the reality of business and then when I hear those things, I'm like, no, that's your calling to just keep going and to trust the process and do what you know. And, and this is where you're supposed to be because you love it. And all the other stuff, if it's not happening, it's not supposed to be. Just keep doing this. And um, I think there's a part in you've got to wake up and read those signs and listen to that as well. Don't be ignorant to that, that if there's things coming at you and it's the same thing, like take that as your sign and say, I'm not quite sure what it means, but I'm going to run with it. And and I love everything what you share there. So my passion has been that I've qualified in coaching, whether it's corporate, I did performance, I've done loads of CPD. Um, and I'm massively into the personal development side, which is where I won the CPD, the Coaching Academy um, Award, which was brilliant. And it was just kind of like that recognition that, again, how important it is to focus on mindset, which is why I love talking mindset and coaching. But I've then seen that my journey's changed in terms of then I was getting people for mentoring and now it's more strategy because again, connected the dots with where mm -hmm. I've been. But there's always the foundations of coaching with everything I do. Like you said, listening, yes. asking great questions. Um, and the out of 10 one, sometimes I can be, I love that question. Sometimes I don't like it. There's <laughs> <laughs> no right and wrong. Sometimes it depends who I'm working with as well. And like you say, I love what you share about how much do you want to be challenged today? Like sometimes we don't, and that's okay. The most driven person will have off days where they're like, like, don't do it. Just really help me out with the fact that getting here on this session is a big thing. For yes. Me. And 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 yeah, coaching is profound. And I was talking with someone earlier in the week on a podcast that most people don't know what they want. And again, like the, what it offers is the most simplest of questions, like you said, in a safe space. Yeah. And, and they are profound in just getting us to think. And and often I'll invite clients when I am doing pure coaching. It's rare now, but I work with a few one-to-one -one, just some pure coaching. And it's usually for like a year because we really get the relationship there. But I'll invite them to a session. I'm like, right, we're just going to start a meditation. And usually I don't even ask them. I'm telling them we're doing this because I know they're busy people and they've got so much going on and we're constantly distracted. We've got, I think it's 80,000 thoughts we have a day and or whatever 60,000 like 80 percent is negative basically of the thoughts we have and when you think of those stats it's staggering and the fact that we are constantly distracted if you go on your phone it's just constant isn't it yeah. so when I say when you come to coaching I need you to shut off from all of that like this is your time you don't need to worry about anything else that's happening mm -hmm. and a meditation just brings the focus and sometimes some clients come like Look, I haven't even thought about this session. I don't know what I want to talk about. That's stressing me out as well because now I feel I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting your time. And it's like, breathe. <laughs> Let's just find that focus and that meditation in that moment. I find it very hard to meditate personally, but I do find that just even just giving that couple of minutes in that space just helps to get that focus of 
this is what's on my mind and 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 again the simplest of questions right like what do you want where do you want to be um but I think we feel a pressure to feel we need to know those things as well and I think what's magical about coaching is that as you've said as a coach I don't give advice right Uh, and I think a lot of people think coaching is about being told what to do because they think you're like a sports coach and you say no no run in that lane and run a bit faster but actually coaching isn't that it's about we believe that the people we're coaching genuinely have all sorts of answers themselves but they just need the time to to work it out themselves you know that they can come up with all sorts of creative results but they've just got to have the the time that the space to do it um and um i think that's really powerful and i think it tells a lot to the person if you're automatically told what to do then it almost takes the power away from you but coaching is very empowering because we're allowing people to believe their own thoughts and follow their own ideas yeah yeah i absolutely agree with all of that and yeah i think um it's it's spot on it's spot on um I did just have a thought there around coaching as well. It's kind of gone, which is cool. Um, if people are wanting to connect with you, because I know you're really working with clients on coaching right now, um, what what does that connection part look like? How can they connect with you? So they can connect with me on Facebook, look for Shine Brighter Coaching and send me a direct message and we can um, start up a conversation. Um, Way to Fitness is also on um, Facebook as well. Um, I do online and face-to-face classes in Devon, um, mid-Devon, Dexeter. And so again, just drop me um, drop me a message. You, if, if you're interested, you can have some free access to some online exercise links. And um, if you'd like to find out a bit more about coaching, really happy to chat with you, explain about coaching and for you to enjoy a complimentary coaching session. Yeah, and I invite, like you said, because I think, again, like I was saying about the part earlier on about the world we're in, we, we can sometimes get zapped into that world of everybody knows what coaching is and, like, people don't. It's a big yeah. thing in America and they're easily five years ahead of us with it. But, oh, this is what I was going to say. I remembered it. I was watching the quarterback program on um, Netflix the other week, which is, you know, like NFL quarterbacks. I don't know much about American football and stuff. Probably not in football, but, yeah. And it was a great series, but... Every single one of these, and these are these are elite players, like million pounds they get stuff doing, and they all have coaches. And six, I would say, success leaves clues, and they are all working on their mindset the whole time, and they're working. And these guys tend to be like professors and head of psychologies at places and stuff. Like they are the elite of the elite as well, who coach them and do the mindset work. But you know that the proofs here that this works it's not just us saying and it sounds all nice and it's uh it sounds that we're really working on ourselves or people just don't have time for that like I always think it's like you can't afford not to on some yeah. of this stuff if you really want to grow great businesses you've got to be at your best and Tony Robbins talks a lot about state management and performance and and this is what I absolutely love about what you do with your way to fitness is you got to start with you you got to start with your mindset you got to start with being the best you can be not being perfect, but being the best you want to be and working on that and asking for help for it as well. Like none of the success I've had in any of my fitness, any of my business has been solo. I've had people help me every step of the way. There's some parts of I had to get on and do it. Absolutely. We all have to take action. You know, no one's going to lift the weights for me, but I've needed somebody, you know, I've needed that plan and stuff. So 
yeah, I, I love everything you shared there. And look, I do invite people if you're if you're wanting any help with coaching, you want to experience what it's like, um, go and say hello to Emma, like connect with her. Um, because I know you'll generally help them and give them everything you can do, support wise, yes. which is which is incredible. Emma, it's been an absolutely lovely conversation. I love being around you. You like you kind of fire me up, you give me inspiration. I love your drive and your energy. It's infectious. Um, so thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for the opportunity to join you today and uh, loving the momentum course. If you liked today's talk, go ahead and hit subscribe and make sure you commit to one thing when you walk away. I really think this is a gift we can all give ourselves. And if you'd like help in growing your business, hit the show notes and find the direct link to me on WhatsApp. Send me your question and I'll get straight back to you. Thank you for your time.